Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of the Life Success Legacy podcast. My name is Chris Bay, and I hang out here quite often with you all. And I am joined today by a couple other yahoos, the king, the founder, Michael K. Everett. What's up? How are you? Good, good. Excellent. And uh, out of Houston, Texas, we have Mike Kwong. How are you, sir? Yeehaw. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a cowboy. (laughs) Right. You own some cattle, though, don't you? Oh, uh, contracts on the cattle. Yes. (laughs) That is. You have cowboy boots, Mike Kwong? I don't, but uh, the daughter does. She's got a couple pairs. She used to ride horses. So, yeah. I have. I have cowboy boots. Yeah, and that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do they do they have golf spikes in them in the bottom of them? Ooh, now I haven't gotten that far, but that is a super great idea. You know how you can get those things during the snow? You can, you know, strap them on your shoes. Yep. That would work. There that would go. totally work. Even yeah. though I, I, it's, I'm kind of clunky in uh, <laughs> cowboy boots, but I look good. <laughs> no doubt no doubt <laughs> all right gentlemen um well life success and legacy sent you guys off to birmingham alabama uh to attend the nelson nash institute think tank and you both had some um various perspectives on that which um, we want to hear we want to share with the listeners so you can kind of give them a taste as from your lens um, what the think tank was about, what what nuggets can you bring back and share with our listeners? Um, Mike Everett comes from the lens of been to a bunch of these, presented at a bunch, presented this time. You've seen the think tank over time, and we'd love to hear that perspective. Mike Kwong has the perspective of this was your first think tank that you've attended. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's jump into this. Um, and, uh, and, and just, uh, Mike Kwong, let's start with you. Um, I agree. From, from (laughs) your perspective, your first time, like not knowing what you're walking into and getting to be there, meet people, listen to the speakers, have those side conversations, all the things that are the think tank from you, just a general, we'll get to bullet points. Like, you know, what are your takeaways, those kinds of things, but just general, what was your experience like? And, and um what would you share with the listeners from from that experience absolutely you know i mean i i I texted you chris this message i was like i'm i'm like a kid in a candy store you know and it was funny like i i'd been you know so excited about ibc for years now and just to see all the big names all together you know in the flesh it was kind of uh i was a little bit starstruck you know but it was really awesome too to finally come to a place where so many people of, were of like mind and and, mm. and spirit, you know. Uh, and sometimes it felt like for us early on, uh, before we met you guys, especially, it felt like we're the only ones that know about this. That can't be possible, right? Right. So starting with your podcast and meeting you all, that was great. But getting to the think tank again was like you know, coming into a big ocean of, of other, you know, like-minded fish or, or you know, um, so just that energy and the love for, you know, IBC, the mission and and the spirit of Nelson being there. Uh, mm-hmm. it was really cool. 
too. It was very, very moving. So, what were some of your favorite parts of of the think tank? Not specific information, but just the, you know, the the experience as a whole. Yeah, just meeting, uh, you know, all the other people there, and, and just seeing that you know there's other people doing you know some great work around the country. Um, you know, uh, it was nice to have the breakouts in between the chat. Uh, little, you know, they'd have the formal le lecture and then, you know, in between we'd get to mingle and everything. Um, but yeah, it was, it was too short. I tell you, <laughs> I still remember my, my very first think tank. Um, I was actually still a school principal and Mike Everett was kind enough to invite me to attend. I don't even think I was licensed yet. You weren't. <laughs> I was just going down to learn and, um, and it was really fantastic. And, you know, I'm, I'm a learner, right? As an educator, I like learning stuff. So I loved every little bit of it and soaked up. It was, I had a, so many notes <laughs> and uh, there's just way too much information to take in. At some point, you know, the, the brain gets full and you're like, okay, I got to walk away with what I've got to this point. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Mm. Mike Everett, um, you got to present. I did. Yeah. And, and um, I'm curious what you would say was the main takeaway you hoped to leave people with your presentation. And I think you also talked about how you felt like there was really a theme from the presenters that was reinforced in different, yeah. different ways. What was that theme and, and how did you contribute to it? Well, I'll just tell you the overall theme. It got back to the basics. I mean, literally every single presenter not not one deviated off of the off of the book they literally got back to the basics and every single presenter used multiple pages within the book for part of their presentation hmm. um i i thought it was interesting too that a number of the presenters uh utilized illustrations from their favorite carrier to make, to bring back the point that Nelson made in his book on the 40 base 60 PUA, give or take, you know, a yeah. percentage in there, yeah. whether it be even up to a 50, 50, or even a, 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 you know, a 35, 65. So there was a, a real undercurrent of, you know what, Nelson did a whole lot of work in this 92 pages. Why not? Why don't we stay true to it? Mm -hmm. Which that's what life success and legacy has done since day one. So um, it, I just I, I was uh, I was struck I was moved by the fact that when David picked all of the speakers that were um, present and that presented, except for one. All of these guys had been doing this for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think about Tim Urich. Tim Urich adopted IBC back in 95, 96. He was literally the earliest. The book. Uh, he did. He, I remember I was talking to Tim a little bit in one of the breakouts, and he said, you know, I remember calling the infinite banking concept uh, office and he goes, Nelson Nash answered the phone. And we talked on the phone for probably an hour. And he says, mm -hmm. hey, I want you to come to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And he goes, 
I'm going to tell you that was the start of some incredible relationship. And then probably about four or five or six years later, he would have Nelson up four times a year. Mm -hmm. And he said, if I could get six or eight people in the room, he goes, I was tickled. If I got 15, he goes, we were crushing it. <laughs> and I, that reminds me of when we would start, when we started our boot camps. But, you know, my, my whole uh, presentation revolved around our process and what we do as a team, because I think that so many, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get up to the line here. I'm just going to tell you, I might cross it like I usually do, but so many of the practitioners that are at the think tank don't have a process in place. And by process, it, you're, you're really, I think, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're really talking about the emphasis on education. That's it. Yeah. Because I, I, I even remember before we created our life success and legacy team, um, I was a shoot from the hip guy. I was, I was bouncing over here. I was bouncing over there. I was telling people about IBC. I said, hey, read the book, call me. And then I had absolutely no pre-education really, so to speak, other than the book itself mm -hmm. and the immediate presentation. And then <laughs> I hate to say this out loud. I'm going to say it. I have zero skills for follow-up and good, bad, or indifferent. That was just the way it was because we were all just trying to get the message out, get the message out. But yet, then all of a sudden along comes Chris Bay and this thing came full circle for life success and legacy. And we began to create a team. We began to create a, a, a foundational uh, thought process about how can we get this message out, but it became quality, not quantity mm. and sharing the message, but then, furthering people's education on the front end, but yet even after they became a client, still continuing the educational piece to where not only are these people clients, but they're friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, we were just talking about that with, uh, with Ron Swall. Yeah. Ron Swall is a perfect example of yeah. what we, what we do and how we continue to maintain this, incredible communication and incredible friendship. So back to my presentation, it was really about giving people some concrete steps of how they could create a process for themselves and then take their clients to a level that we are experiencing. I, I'm telling you, I just don't, I'm convinced that not, not very many agencies in the country are are taking the educational piece of IBC to the level that we are. Mike Kwong, I'm kind of curious um, from your perspective, one, getting to watch Mike present mm -hmm. and then um, and seeing the other presenters. Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious what um, themes that you saw and you can take either of these questions, either the themes that you saw from the different presenters, like were there dots that were connecting for you? Like, oh, they're hitting on this. And then secondly, um, and or secondly, um, 
how did you see the other IBC practitioners respond to Mike's presentation? Because about our process and those kinds of things, like did, was there interest in learning more those kinds? Of, I know that we had a slew of people. Um, that's a Kansas word slew. We had a bunch of people <laughs> sign up for the webinar. IBC practitioners signing up for the webinar the next week, right? Because they want to see that first level of education. So I'm just kind of curious what your observation watching all this happen was. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely echo what Mike already said as far as like the, the theme underlying, if you would. I mean, it wasn't like officially known as that, but there was, you know, uh, emphasis towards getting back to, you know, the basics and and you know there was discussion about premium design you know uh balance and all that type of thing for long-term you know uh, uh performance and all that technical stuff but uh also as far as uh the second point you said yeah uh, about like did you did, i was hmm. just curious did you did you see people like oh Mike Everett and their team, they've got a process and man, I want to learn more about that. Or was it yeah. more like, yeah, we've got our process too. Cause the think tank's all about sharing ideas. Right. Mm -hmm. no, absolutely. And, and that was the cool thing to see everyone kind of, you know, on the same page as far as, okay, we're IBC, you know, champions, right. Or, or messengers. Uh, but everyone also came to the, you know, think tank with different experiences and different, you know, ways of operating. Right. Yeah. And and that was the thing about Mike's presentation. I noticed a lot of people seem to resonate that there's a, a proven way, you know, that makes sense and that, you know, he's developed over years, right, of experience that some of these people were new, a lot of brand new folks, right, Mike? There were a lot, yeah. of, a lot of new folks. So everyone was just, you know, I, I think um, listening to and looking for a, a path that works because yeah, there's yeah. a lot to unpack when you talk about IBC it's not it's not like anything you know out there in the financial world and it runs counter to a lot so it, it's a lot to kind of learn about and without a process it, it can be you know oh here's a book and then call me I mean there's so many steps in between <laughs> that we, we you know, have kind of fleshed out and, and made it much more palatable and, and you know for for us to talk about it and for for pre people to digest it so, um, yeah, Mike was like a rock star up there, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really shies away from those opportunities, but we try to get him out there and, and you know, wind him up and let him go there for a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm, I was just reminded that I, I want to come back to you guys and, and see, like, what are your bullet point takeaways, like new information, new knowledge? Um, or things that were reinforced that you think would be really good for our listeners to hear. And But I'm going to share something real quick that just jumped into my head. On the education piece, one of our longtime clients we did a coaching session with recently, and, and um, they have not taken advantage of all of our coaching that we've provided. They did one boot camp way back in the day. They started a policy that was actually being funded by the father the older generation was giving them the money for the premium. And then they were basically sucking the money out and using it for life and all that. Not really a plan for loan repayments and things like that. And this policy is, you know, beyond the point where we would recommend dropping off the mech and that sort of thing. And they set up a, a coaching session with, with Shelly and myself. 
And then about 15 minutes beforehand, they said, hey, our financial planner is going to jump on at the end. He has some questions. And I've known this family and they have had um, mm. financial planners and they've got a lot of wealth as a family. Uh, not this couple, but the older generation has a lot of wealth and, and you know, those kinds of things. They're in a really good place financially. And I at first I was like, mm, I wonder how this is going to go. And they had, he had asked them to order an Enforce illustration. And as we know, the Enforce illustration is going to show the full capacity of the policy going forward with the PUA and all this stuff. So he had a lot of questions about mecking and, you know, all these kinds of things. And are you encouraging them? You know, this, this policy is the interest on it, all these things. But at the end of our conversation, he handled it great. He was really, really a delight to talk to but the end of it, he commented about, wow, you guys really focus on educating your clients more than any group I've ever interacted with. Like my clients, most people have no idea what a mech is or how to avoid it or any of those kinds of things. He mm -hmm. said, I just want to make sure that someone is looking out for them with this policy, right? And the couple has now recommitted to ongoing coaching with us. We've got several sessions set up and we're going to get them you know, back on board. Mm. But, uh, but it was just, it, you could see the surprise in his face, probably given you know, life insurance agents that he's interacted with over the years. So yeah. anyway, let's get back to uh, the think tank and the points that you guys, kind of the, the, the takeaways that you guys each had um, from the think tank that you think listeners might appreciate and might be uh, reinforcing? Either one of you, feel free to jump in. Jump in there, MK. Uh, well, personally, I, I, I was just reinvigorated, you know, um, with, with uh, my commitment and our commitment to the, the mission of putting that, you know, the word out there. And uh, to that point, keeping the word, you know, proper and, and you know, as, as IBC has grown and gotten more publicity, it's kind of changed uh, the perception of it because there's different outfits and competing, you know, agencies out there that kind of, I don't want to say hijack the term, but well, use it for marketing to put it nicely, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Products that aren't aligned with, you know, IBC in principle, don't run with it and just fall apart. But then that leaves a terrible taste in people's mouths when they hear about it. Uh, so that was really, you know, uh, important to me to to know that, you know, we're doing it right. We're, we're keeping it pure and, and representing what Nelson intended. Um, and also just to know that you're not doing it alone. You don't have to do it alone um, because, it, you know, like they said, it, it's a process, not a product. Right. And a lot of that is with, you know, education, educating yourself and and working with the team, you know, coach, a good coach. So that was some things that stuck out to me. Good stuff. Thanks for sharing those. Yeah. Mike Everett, how about you? I mean, you've, you've heard an awful lot over the years about IBC and different presentations and things. What are a couple of bullets that you think our listeners uh, would benefit from? Well, um, I'll just tell you, the thing that really stuck out to me the most was the design of the policy. Hmm. Um, because as you well know, and I think Mike reiterated this, we have so many people that have challenged the overall thinking of Nelson's book and the design that he actually put forth in his book. 
Mm-hmm. And um, over the years, because of my want of making sure that this is exactly what we want to do in serving our clients, the design that we take directly from the book is exactly what we want to continue to do. But yet you have so many people that come to the table and they think, well, wait, this is a different financial time or, you know, interest rates or something or the market is something, you know, it doesn't make any difference to me. But yet um, we don't want the policy for our clients to work for just the next 12 to 18 months. We want it to work for the next 25 to 50 years. And if we're doing this right and serving our clients the way I know that we're supposed to, then sometimes we have to push back against the noise, against the thought process of these, these other entities out there trying to trick the customer into doing something they don't fully understand. That's it. And um, boy, howdy, you talk about being reinvigorated to know that we have done our job for our clients, not just today, but for their kids and their grandkids, because I love what we do. Anybody who has talked to me for any length of time knows that I love this stuff. And, uh, man, I think that what we do as an agency is second to none. And I, and I, I, I am thankful for our team and the level of, number one, the level of education that we have and continue to have the level of commitment that we have and continue to have for not just each other, but for the people that are coming to the table to learn, to uh, educate themselves about IBC. But then you even just, uh, you know, you even made mention of it, Chris, these longtime clients coming back to the table and still not completely immersed in the whole IBC system and process that we have, but yet us being patient and us being saying, Hey, maybe there's something you're not looking at. And then if we give them this one piece, Mm -hmm. there's something in their brain that goes, you know what? I need to continue to learn about this stuff because I'm telling you, it, it's in the book. It's, it becomes a way of life. It becomes a way in which we can truly control and truly manage the cash flow that God has blessed us with, period. It's not difficult, but yet it's mm. difficult. <laughs> I just received an email from a young man who was a client of ours for a very short period. We spent time educating him. He started his policy. He then actually surrendered his policy and went Mm. with somebody else with a different design. 
Right. So he started the policy, dropped it very shortly, and then went with someone else. And I just received an email and it was headed, it was entitled, the subject was the prodigal son. <laughs> he said, he was giving the, and I remember him, of course, he was giving me what had happened. He was reminding me what had happened. And he said, and his uh, comment was, back when I thought I knew more than I did. Boy, howdy. And he's like, I'd like to come back and start a policy with you guys. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of interesting, you know, because we we invest a lot of time in the education process and things and getting people up and started and then to leave, right, to drop, to surrender your policy and leave and then it's hard. turn around and come back. I don't, I can't remember anyone who's actually done that whole full circle thing. Where they actually started a policy, dropped it, and then came back and asked for another one. Okay, so just for fun, for our listeners, the very first sentence in the book is Becoming Your Own Banker, the Infinite Banking Concept is a text for a 10-hour course of instruction about the power of dividend-paying whole life insurance. So what does that 10 hours really look like? Well, it's reading a book. It's a webinar. It's a phone consultation. It's a dream conversation. It's a boot camp. Mm -hmm. And it's a strategy presentation. And then really allowing us as a team to help them filter through whether or not IBC is really for them. Mm -hmm. And so, so many of the people really take to heart what we say, but there are that sliver that go, ah, nah. And we have found that if they don't go through the process, they're probably not a good fit for us. Yeah. yeah. So good once stuff. again, I'm chiming in. I'm chiming in on our squad here because I'll tell you what, our team literally is second to none. Second to none. I don't think there's another group of folks out there that – not only love what we do, but we kind of love each other. Right, right. <laughs> don't don't say that out loud too much. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Kwong, any any last words you have regarding your think tank uh, experience before we wrap up? No, I'm just so you know feel so blessed to have finally you know got to experience that like you all have um, before, and uh, just appreciate everyone's uh, support. You know, I mean, because this is. We're a growing community, you know. We're, we're, we we've come far, I think, from where Nelson started with it, but there's still a lot to go. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm excited to be a part of this and, and to meet some other folks doing the same thing. And and like I said, I love you guys. You know, the, we're doing the right thing. What Nelson yeah. would be proud of, boy howdy. So yeah, that's yeah. all. Well, my my only sadness for you is that you didn't get to meet Nelson Nash in the yeah. Flash. And, and have that experience. So um, he very much was passionate about IBC, but he would just as soon talk to you about other things. And he was knowledgeable on many. <laughs> Well-read yeah. man. So Yeah, he really was. Well, guys, thank you both uh, for sharing your experience about the Think Tank. To our listeners, uh, wherever you check us out, if you will download, comment, give us a thumbs up um, or not, whichever you choose to do. That's <laughs> fine with us as well. <laughs> Uh, we just, again, want to spread the word to as many people as we can. Check us out at lifesuccesslegacy.com. We do have a upcoming boot camp in April, I believe. Uh, April, 
I don't want to misspeak. Let me get this. April is it eighteenth? Twenty second, Saturday. Twenty second. Twenty second <laughs> is our our next boot camp. That and just as if you don't know about it, it is a in depth three hour. Um, half of that time is presenting, and then half of it is open ended Q and A. And any question is is fair game. So we'd love for you to join us. Check out all the resources we have on our website, including. Uh, a variety of books. Mike Everett's got some books there he's going to throw up. Oh, you, you know what? I don't have. I got dibs. Okay, there we go. There we go. And let's and then not Nelson's forget. Book. Yeah, let's not forget this one. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of resources to check out um, to keep you busy. Um, and we look forward to you guys joining us in our next episode. Mm.